The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your host, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow! And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Clean quicker to get the night started. Downfield looking for Godwin. Into his hands. And guess which dogs are barking first? Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. A national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Cornballs get stolen. Welcome in to the Punt Impasse Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Jake From. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. He is at From Jake. Check out puntandpass.com the number one destination for all things college football. Jake, we got a fun episode here for a Thursday punt and pass. Obviously, conference championships are over. The college football playoff is set. It's award season. The ESPN College Football Awards are tonight. The Heisman Trophy ceremony is this weekend. Army-Navy is also this weekend. We got a bunch of news and notes to touch on. But first things first, you just took your last test. How'd that go? I know you were a little worried about it Monday. <laughs> Super worried about it, but it is over. Thank God that it is. Uh, I'm still trying to process exactly what just happened. Not because I'm done, but because that test was so ridiculously hard uh, and not anything that I studied for. So, uh, <laughs> Business 4000. So like what was a, give us a question that you just had no idea what the answer was. It's a, a lot of it is just finding lines of regression, limits, graphs, ANOVA tables, Ooh. p-value, Ooh. test statistics. Man, just just ah, we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Excited for a great episode today. Uh, cool awards coming out. Army Navy is always a fun one to watch. Great weekend, college football. Let's go. No doubt, it's a great weekend to also get active on prize picks. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by none other. Then prize picks. All you have to do is download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you sign up, use the promo code PUNT, P U N T, PUNT, and you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Yes, Army Navy is this weekend. Yes, there is NFL action. What about the World Cup? Hello, World Cup. England, France on Saturday. Are you kidding me? That is going to be an awesome game. NBA, college basketball, golf. They have it all at prize picks. Now you can win 25 times your money on prize picks. The payouts are instant. You could do cross sport entries. It is the best daily fantasy game in the industry. I don't know what you're waiting for. Download the prize picks app. Use the promo code punt 
P-U-N-T, punt, and you can get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Stay tuned. Through the month of December, Jake and I are going to incentivize you with possibly some signed, exclusive, team-issued Georgia gear, but you will have to have signed up for prize picks and use the promo code PUNT. So shout out to prize picks. I'll dive into a couple of opportunities to make some quiche this weekend on prize picks. Let's dive right into this episode, man. A lot going on. Um, First things first, I saw that Georgia's offensive line, Jake, was named a finalist for the Joe Moore Award. The Joe Moore Award is given out to the nation's best offensive line. I think it's the only award that's given to an entire unit. Georgia named a finalist with Michigan. Michigan won this award a year ago, and I thought it was really cool. Jake Stetson Bennett tweeted out how Georgia was named a finalist yesterday and essentially said, hey, no disrespect to Michigan, but if you turn on our tape, we have a bunch of freak athletes that get the job done, and when our offense is humming, it's in direct correlation with how well our offensive line plays. Yeah, I mean, to me, honestly, as he should, uh, you know, put those guys out there, uh, the ability to win that award, that is huge, that is awesome. Uh, it's just good, good, great for team morale. Uh, the guys love it, uh, that you have their back. Uh, and they've done a fantastic job this year that is well-deserving of a uh, award of this magnitude. So um, they've had uh, a bunch of guys kind of filter in and a lot of guys play. And I think it just shows the depth that that room has uh, and the ability to go out, no matter what's going on in the game, who's in, who's out, uh, and go play ball. Yeah, they really do make it happen. Georgia's run game was so versatile this year. I don't know if they necessarily got the credit that they deserved. And when I say versatile, it was running back by committee, as it has been in years past. A lot of different styles of running the football. When it mattered most, Jake, when it was time to put a game away or get back into a game or keep an opponent at bay, that's when the run game stepped up big time. Think of Missouri. Think of Kentucky. Getting those hard yards. Then you look at the stat line and you're like, wow, they just ran for 250 yards in a game where it really almost seemed like uh, Georgia didn't play that well. Stetson never really got sacked a bunch in any given game. I totally agree with Stetson. As the yep. offense goes, it started in the trenches, and that's how you have to win football games in the SEC. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact number on it, but it is a very small – it's less than 10, I believe, sacks over the entire course of the year given up which is incredible huge feat uh because you know you don't, you don't have games where you're getting two to three sacks every game but you'll you'll have like one bad game where you'll give up four yeah three four sacks and you may have two or three of them um and one kind of mixing in and kind of one or two every kind of game but man to not give up that many uh, throughout a whole course of a season, uh, it's pretty spectacular. No doubt. Very spectacular. So shout out to the offensive line. I don't know when they're giving that award out, I would assume, here in the next couple of days. Stetson Bennett won the Burlesworth Trophy, which goes to the nation's most outstanding player who started their career as a walk-on. Uh, so awesome for him to get that in his last year for obvious reasons. I loved his quotes when he received that award at the ceremony. I think it was in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was also the same day in which he was announced a Heisman Trophy finalist. Uh, and I thought it was great. I don't know if you saw this, Jake, but he was giving his speech at the ceremony. And he said, you know, I wish I could share this award with all of my other teammates, but they took the easy way out and they entered college with a full scholarship. Uh, so it was fun. It was humorous. 
Uh, and I think Stetson has earned the right to have that swagger about him, that confidence, that brashness, because he has earned it. He was a walk-on. He did transfer to JUCO and then came back to Georgia on scholarship. And now, of course, with an SEC championship and a national championship under his belt, a Heisman Trophy finalist as well. Uh, this is what storybook movies are made of. Yeah, I mean, that that's awesome. Yeah, joke about it, poke fun at it. Uh, cause he was counted out really early coming out of high school. Nobody yeah. believed in him. Uh, and for him just to keep battling, keep fighting, uh, that uphill climb to where he's at now, man, it, it really is, uh, incredible and also inspiring to at the same time. What's your favorite Stetson Bennett story? Cause obviously you were the starting quarterback when he became kind of a folklore fame as the scout team, Baker Mayfield getting ready for the Rose bowl. And you kept hearing guys in the media go, we're getting really good looks this week. The Stetson Bennett guy is a freak acting like Baker Mayfield for scout team, getting us prepared. Uh, you obviously have a good relationship with Stet. Yeah, no, Stet's awesome. Um, I, something just sacred is just the the quarterback room, the meetings, the conversations that you have in there. Uh, Stetson just always did a great job of adding to those rooms. Uh, one with, with football, but then two also with just, uh, just being a, a guy's guy, hang out, uh, some laughs, uh, it was always just, just, just fun. And then, you know, Stetson loved to hang out away from football too. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and have some fun, uh, you know, hanging out with guys late, late nights, you know, maybe downtown. I don't know, I can't <laughs> Love remember, that. But, uh, yeah, no, Stet, Stetson's always a good time and, and always fun to have in the group. So much has been made about his age. He's 25 years old. Um, Hendon Hooker is also 25. So like pump the brakes, people. There are just yeah. old quarterbacks now in college football with COVID, with the sixth year, with the transfers. It's a different day and age. Uh, him and Lamar Jackson were born I in the same that. year. Yeah, you know, Dane Young, our buddy from UGA Sports, he went totally viral with that tweet. But also Joe Burrow is younger than Stetson Bennett. Joe Burrow, obviously in his third year in the league, has already played for a Super Bowl. How old are you, Jake? I'm 24. I'm younger than yeah. Setson as well. So, so. <laughs> you're younger than <laughs> as well. I mean, I'm 33. Looking back, I can't imagine having been in Athens at the age of 25 as the starting quarterback. I would guess Stetson's probably made around or north of a million dollars in NIL endorsements, as he most certainly deserves. Good for him. I, why would you ever want to leave that situation? Absolutely. It's a great situation to be in. Uh, <laughs> King of the castle, dude. Van oh, man. Yeah. Great, great place to be. Uh, man. I, and, and especially for him and, and myself uh, growing up in Georgia, just what it means to us to be a part of just uh, to, to, to be a UGA football player, to be a part of Athens, be a part of the culture. Uh, we love it. And yeah, why, why give it up? Why give it up, dude? Uh, it's just a remarkable story. I'm really looking forward to watching the Heisman Trophy ceremony on Saturday night because they're going to be able to present some stories, hopefully, that we haven't heard of with some footage that we haven't seen before. Kirby Smart named the SEC Coach of the Year by his peers, the coaches, for the second consecutive season. I don't believe that's happened since Nick Saban in 2008 and 2009. Jack Podlesny, Georgia's kicker, was named the SEC Special Teams Player of the Year. What a consistent year from Pod. Obviously, not only from field goal and extra point perspective, but great on kickoffs as well. He'll need to continue that through their push to another national championship. And the college football awards are tonight on ESPN, where they give out the Walter Camp All-American teams. They give out awards like the Bednarik Award, the Bolitnikoff Award, Lou Groza, Ray Guy Award. Brock Bowers is a finalist for the Mackey Trophy, which goes to the Outstanding Tight End. 
Um, and then who else? I would expect maybe a couple guys pop up on that All-American team. Christopher Smith was a finalist for the Nagurski Award, but that went to Will Anderson Jr. as the top defensive yep. player in the nation. And then Davey O'Brien Award as well. Max Duggan, C.J. Stroud, Caleb Williams, Maxwell Award for Player of the Year. C.J. Stroud, Hennon Hooker, Caleb Williams. So be fun to watch tonight. It's virtual. Usually it's at the College Football Hall of Fame, uh, but they're not having it in person this year, which is interesting. Look, you'd be the first to say this, and I know Kirby would as well. He probably preaches this. Individual awards correlate directly with the success of the team. 100%. I mean, you saw that. I saw it firsthand in uh, my freshman year when we went to the national championship. I mean, it just seemed anybody and everybody, you just, you know, team comes up in a circle, spin around, point a finger, somebody's up for some kind of work. Yeah. Just because that's just, that's what happens when your team has success. Uh, you're playing in big time games. It's just, hey, we're going to spread the love. Um, and just, just somebody's up for everything because it's a, it's a team effort. It's, uh, everybody's pitching in, um, and everybody gets rewarded for it. So it's a kind of, you know, great incentive to, to do well as a team because you're going to get your piece too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So shout out to everybody at Georgia and for all the finalists, for all the national awards, it's always fun to see, uh, those student athletes get the respect they deserve. And then really become legends at their respective universities for winning a national trophy. Speaking of national trophies, we have to talk about this a little bit more. Um, and it's around Stetson being a Heisman Trophy finalist. I got into it on Twitter with the Tennessee fan base, which I would really caution anybody into doing. I saw a tweet that triggered me. Full stop, Nicole Auerbach, who's like wow. a senior writer for The Athletic. I don't know if you saw this tweet, Jake, but she said, and I don't know how she becomes the North Star of Heisman Trophy voting um, you know, perspective, but she says... We need, and she tweeted this, it's still up, which is shocking to me. She said, we need to take away Heisman Trophy voting rights away from, number one, people who cast their votes before conference championship weekend. I think we could all agree with that. And number two, anybody who votes for the QB of the number one team in the country without any other thought process. That's a direct shot at Stetson Bennett. And I tweeted at her and I said, I love how a vote for Stetson Bennett is now blanket statement credited as a vote for the QB of the number one team in the country without literally any other thought process. And I told her that is an outrageous claim, Nicole. Be better than that because we are all very aware. Georgia, if you live out in the Pacific Northwest, if you live in the Northeast, I don't care where you live. If you watch Georgia football games, you understand that Georgia succeeds because of Stetson Bennett, not in spite of him. And in that same breath, Jake, you and I said this on Monday, Hendon Hooker should have 100% been invited to the Heisman Trophy ceremony. I just cannot understand why there is so much hate aimed directly at Stetson Bennett for being invited. Hell, it wasn't his fault, and Georgia <laughs> didn't even put on a campaign for him. It just happened. So yeah. what am I missing, Jake? I just ah. look. You're exactly right. Uh, Stetson is deserving to be there. It's like both those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Stetson can be there, and Hinton Hooker can also be there. They should have had him there as a courtesy uh, deal. Hey, look, man, you were probably going to win this award until you got hurt, um, and it 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 sucks. It really does. Um, but uh, man, I mean, just for the hate for Stetson because of the 
Now, he is on the number one team in the country, and so you kind of put games away early. But efficiently, if you look at kind of the way he played, if, if they would have had to play in bigger time games, he would have, I believe, similar stats to the other guys, but they were putting games away. <coughs> Excuse Bless me. Uh, sorry. Uh, putting it, putting games away early, and uh, Stetson was just super efficient and, and didn't really have to do much. And uh, the fourth quarter stat uh, about him – only having like 300 yards total in the entire 35 year. 35 pass attempts in the fourth quarter this entire season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a testament to the team and and being ahead and, and putting games away early. So if George is 13-0, and he didn't play essentially the fourth quarter in the majority of those games, that's almost three games that he didn't play. Right, I know you just took a business four thousand exam. I think my math checks out there. That's almost three games where he just pretty much did not throw the football. Thirty-five pass attempts. Okay, in comparison to someone like C.J. Stroud, who has thirty-seven passing touchdowns, eighteen of those thirty-seven passing touchdowns were when Ohio State was up by fifteen or more points. Okay, so make that correlation. Make it make sense to me to where Stetson Bennett, just because he's the quarterback of the number one team and he doesn't have these gaudy stats, should not be invited. Look, we've tacked ad nauseum about what he did against the biggest teams, against the best opponents throughout the entire season. Stetson Bennett should be a Hasman Trophy finalist. And again, there was no campaign. I mean, Tennessee campaigned for Hendon Hooker, obviously, because yep. he had amazing statistics. Yep. Um, I didn't see any tweets. I didn't see any billboards. I didn't see any banners. I'm on some emails for some trophy voting. I didn't get any emails from the Sportscom department at Georgia around Stetson Bennett. This was decided on by the voters. People who hate on Stetson Bennett make themselves sound so stupid because all they talk about is in hypotheticals. Well, you know, well, Stetson's the 15th best player on the team. Well, that's not true. Stetson would not be good if he was surrounded by bad players. Well, welcome to the club because we all would suck if we're around bad players. I just don't get it. Um, and you know what? At this point, I hope he wins the Heisman. I don't think he will. I think Caleb Williams <laughs> will. But I hope he wins the Heisman just so we can shove it up everybody's ass who just continues to hate on the guy. Let the man live. And you know what the best part is? Is that Stetson simply does not care. No, that's that might be the icing on the cake or is the icing on the, of, on the cake because he simply, from our perspective, does not care one bit. Uh, which is just awesome, awesome to see. Last thing I'll say, um, and this might be, it's, it's not going to be a ricochet shot at you, okay? So don't mm. take it as that. But mm. everybody always says, well, if you put Stetson on Tennessee and Hendon Hooker on Georgia, Georgia would blow everybody out this year. R really? Are we going to go there? Because as far as I'm concerned, and granted, they're different teams. Um, Matthew Stafford didn't win a national championship. Aaron Murray didn't win a national championship. My man Jake Fromm. Got very close, but didn't win a national championship. Stetson Bennett won a national championship. Like, what is that? The, the moving of the pieces to try to justify their argument doesn't make any sense to me. There is no guarantee that if Caleb Williams were on Georgia, they would have won a national championship. That's just not the way football works. Again, it's a complete testament to the type of leader and player Stetson Bennett is. And Jake, sorry to throw you into that mix, but you would be the first to tell us like it's hard to win 
a natty. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Yeah, look, it's hard to win. You, You definitely can't play the musical chairs game because that's just the reality of the situation. It's just... It's just not true. There's there's coaching philosophies, mobile team. There's so many factors. We don't have enough constant variables in this scientific process that we're trying to test here. Okay. You just can't do it. All right. You can talk about it, argue about it all you want, but it's just not possible to come down to one conclusion. That is it. Setson's a good football player. Watch the tape. Thank you. Absolutely. Turn the tape on. All right. That's it. I'm off my soapbox. Um, I just, I can't get over the fact that people are still digging their heels in into that argument when simply put, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, it does make sense though. Jump it on prize picks this weekend, get involved in prize picks this weekend. I will for the England France game for sure. I probably will for army Navy, which we will talk about here in just a minute. And then of course, for NFL action as well. I'll dive into some NFL here in just a second. Liam will put up our DB's freebie, but download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. You can win 25 times your money now. I mean, where else are you going to do that? 25 times your money. Payouts are instant. Cross sport entries. Prize Picks is simply the best. PrizePicks.com. Download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. Uh, Deion Sanders got his defensive coordinator from Alabama. To go to Colorado, do you have any familiarity with Charles Kelly? Uh, and it's Charles Kelly, not the Charles Kelly from Lady Annabellum, um, but the Charles <laughs> Kelly who is at Alabama. He's now the D coordinator at Colorado. I saw Colorado put out a statistic yesterday, Jake, from like their social media channels and the bump that they got in impressions since naming Dion the head coach on Sunday. Astronomical numbers, really astronomical numbers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know if you knew Charles Kelly or not, or if he was a newer addition onto that Alabama staff. Yeah, no, I, I personally don't. Uh, but uh, it's going to be so fun to watch Dion assemble this coaching staff uh, and to what kind of schemes, what kind of personalities, like what, what is this going to be? I mean, is this, is this for TV coach or is this, Hey, yeah. we're, we're trying to win a bunch of, football. obviously he's trying to win football games, but since by X and O's, is he getting older guys, getting younger guys, 
Uh, I saw a tweet and a stat about uh, the North Carolina um, coaches staffs, like an average age of uh, 50 something UGAs is 40 something. And then somebody else's is, is 30, maybe USC's or somebody, it's, you know, 30. So just, you know, are we, we getting young and innovative of, of uh, being older and not really being able to relate in the NIL stuff. It's just, just interesting to see uh, of, what kind of concoction of of age, personalities, experience, scheme to mm-hmm. put together a good staff? Did you see who they hired as offensive coordinator? Uh-uh. They hired Kent State's head coach. Remember, Kent State played Georgia pretty yeah. tight earlier on in the season. Kent State's head coach is Sean Lewis, and he left Kent State to be the offensive coordinator at Colorado under Deion Sanders. It says Lewis developed a distinct identity for whiplash tempo, quick snaps, and wide open offenses. So, you know, again, new age, Colorado, a lot of swag. Uh, I guess Charles Kelly's an elite recruiter at Alabama. He's not going to be the defensive coordinator at Colorado. So we'll keep our tabs on that. But um, yeah, I look, the uh, coach at Kent State, uh, they did a great job against Georgia and Georgia's defense. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I saw a funny, um, speaking of social media, I saw a funny TikTok yesterday. It was from the commanders, the team that you're currently on. And the social media team was walking around asking people who the most famous person in their phone contacts are. Oh, yeah. uh, and they put it in your face and you're like, I don't know, Luke Bryan. And they said, cool, FaceTime him. And you're like, no, I'm not going to FaceTime Luke Bryan. Uh, but Chase Young, did you see, yes. did you actually see yeah. the video? Yeah, yeah. The chase, yeah, you go to Chase Young, who's obviously a first round draft pick, like number two overall. And they're like, hey, who's the most famous person in your phone? And Chase Young goes, Mark Wahlberg. And they go, will you FaceTime him? And he goes, yeah, I mean, I guess. And sure as shit, Mark Wahlberg just picked up the FaceTime. Picks up. And then not only does he pick up, which is awesome in itself, but he is personally interested and invested in chase asking him questions and be like, Hey man, when you back, how's your knee? What's going on? I'm like, what? That's this awesome. is awesome. Yes. That was That's so cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. Is Luke Bryan the most famous in your phone? I mean, and they asked you quickly, have you had any extra time to think about that? Like who, who the most famous person in your phone is? You have to have a pretty impressive contact list. I, I mean, I think the better question is, is who is more famous than Luke Bryant? Yeah. I mean, I he mean, is a, he's a rock star. He's, he's, he's the guy. I mean, he is the guy I, I was, yeah. I, when I was making the show sheet, I was thinking about bringing this up to you. Um, and I was like flipping through my, and mine are mostly like all football base, you know, like I have Larry Fitzgerald. Um, I don't know if he'd pick up if I, if I FaceTime him, I'm looking through, I've got Troy Palomalu. I mean, that's a certified hall of famer. I, he probably doesn't even remember who I am. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's such a good question though. I, I thought that was a great social media thing. I, a couple of other people, like one guy on the commander said, yo Gotti, who's a, a big time rapper. He was like, I'm not uh-huh. going to face sign yo Gotti. <laughs> Brad Nestler. I mean, Nestler's pretty famous. Sean McDonough, yeah. who we've had on the podcast. He's pretty famous. Um, yep. I don't have any like certified celebs though, like movie stars and stuff, Mark Wahlberg. And then having yeah. him pick up, that was really cool. Yeah, I would definitely say I'm more on like the the country artist. I have a couple okay. couple of those guys in there, but uh, yeah, as far as like an actor, movie star, like a Brad Pitt or like a Leo DiCaprio type guy, do not have any of those fellas in the contact. Yeah, that's awesome. Maybe that you know that should be our when we film episodes throughout the off season, we'll just we'll have to ask everybody that who's the most famous person on your phone, and will you Facetime them while you're right here 
on punt and pass. Uh, the transfer portal is still crazy. There's so many people on the portal. Drake May, who was UNC's quarterback last year, who had an unbelievable season, who probably had a case to be a Heisman Trophy finalist. He announced that he was in the portal, but then a couple of days later said, I'm staying at UNC. I'm not going anywhere. So interesting to throw your name in the portal and then just rescind it and say, I'm staying. I don't know if it was like a gut check. I don't know if NIL had to do with it, but yeah, it's interesting I mean, nonetheless. I think it was a free agency NIL deal. Uh, let's go see what I can make get my offers, go back to UNC. Ah, all right, crap. I guess we'll match that. Keep you here. Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure. This is not uh, any facts here, but this is just my personal opinions on what probably happened in that situation. I would agree with that. And then in the same vein, Mississippi state's running back announces he's <laughs> in the portal and he puts out this statement, which, you know, I'd like to thank God. Thank you, Mississippi state, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, and because I've been told or because Coach Leach is happy I'm leaving and that I'm not, not tough, tough, as he tells me, I will be entering the transfer portal. Um, might I say that's probably not the best way to announce that you're entering the transfer portal, because <laughs> if other coaches are interested in you, they'll probably look at that announcement and go, did this guy just burn the bridge on his way out? I'm not sure that's a character move that you'd want to make when announcing that you're heading into the portal. No, probably not uh, in your best interest uh, as far as maybe football and future home looking forward. But you did give the rest of us viewers a great laugh uh, and a little comedy show into all this. Uh, while the transfer portal and just a long list of, of Twitter just being a bunch of transfer portal graphics. Uh, hey, thank you. I'm leaving. Yada, yada. Uh, this one was a, a funny, good laugh and uh, kind of brings a little bit of humor into the situation. You know what's even funnier about that, though, is like it's not some groundbreaking revelation. Uh, we talked about Coach Leach's pre and post and weekly press conferences often throughout the season on the podcast. And Leach was the first to tell you every week, our team's not tough. We're mentally weak. They can't play well in tough situations. Like he was the first to always say that. Now, is that a bad thing? I don't necessarily think so. That's just who Mike Leach is. Remember, forget what game they were playing. Maybe it was against. Arkansas, when he like closed up all the wide receivers chairs on the sideline, he was like, they want to go oh, yeah, sit yeah. underneath the tree with their fat little girlfriends and eat fish sandwiches and lemonade. Like that's how coach Leach coaches. And, and if yeah. you don't want to be a part of that, then that's one thing, but don't act like, you know, this running back, don't act like he, he's just this mean guy. That That's what he does. And if you're openly saying that you're not tough, good luck finding a new home. Yeah. That'll be, be interesting to see where he ends up. Uh, probably somewhere out in the Pac-12, no disrespect. <laughs> I could definitely see that as well. Um, I always say this. The transfer portal is the catalyst for the chaos in college football right now. And let me kind of throw in one more headline, and then we're going to talk about the Army-Navy game, and I'll let you go enjoy your bye week. The transfer portal is the fire and NIL. Well, NIL is the fire, right? NIL, obviously this gigantic shift in college sports. There's been one hard and fast rule over the past hundred years in college sports. And it was what can't pay student athletes. Well, July 1st, last year, NCAA comes in and says student athletes can make money on their NIL with very little, if any regulations and rules around that the transfer portal is the gasoline that is being thrown onto the catalyst which is NIL and that gigantic rule change for college sports. 
ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips yesterday in an interview at uh, a forum out in Las Vegas said that the NCAA desperately needs help from the federal government for NIL regulations. Now, what he is saying there is that the federal government needs to step in and give the NCAA antitrust um, amnesty to where they can start making rules and the government can't step in and say, you're mistreating student-athletes, this is a monopoly, improper business practices. That's exactly what he's asking for. Now, what happened? I think the two biggest things, these transfer portal and NIL, were created out of one thing that nobody could predict or that nobody could have guessed how it would change things, and that is COVID, okay? Why do I say that? COVID happened in 2020. You get your extra COVID year. The transfer portal then ban was lifted. They said you can move one time. That, of course, is not being regulated either. Enter NIL into the mix at which the 11th hour, the NCAA said, hey, everybody can go make money. And now you have this unmitigated for all intents and purposes disaster because it's changed so quickly. I think NIL is good. There's no doubt about it. That's my day job. I mean, I help student athletes get paid. I think transfers can be good. Jake, you and I talked about it on Monday. Yes, you should be able to transfer. But the the furious nature of which it's happening now, over a thousand kids in the portal, Drake May saying, I'm out, then two days later, I'm back in. Uh, it's just the toothpaste is out of the tube. The horse has left the barn. Any Any cliche you could throw at this situation, it's exactly what's happening. And at the end of the day, I just don't know if some of the kids are making the best decision, case in point, JT Daniels going to his fourth school in four years. I mean, what is even going on? It's it's so hard to kind of extract yourself, but then also put yourself in the same shoes as a lot of these kids um, and say, are you putting yourself in the right situation? Or are you not? Because, um, I mean, they're looking for places to play and be the best versions of themselves, but then also um, – what kind of life lessons and skills are we learning along the way where you can just, gosh, this is a terrible way to say this. And I hate that I'm going to use this phrase, but just kind of running from your problems. Yeah. Of just of kind of hopping around and, and going from place to place um, rather than looking adversity in the face and saying, you know what? I don't like it. I'm going to grind this out because I mean, it, there's, there's, I think there's times for that. And there's also times where, Hey, maybe you are in a crappy situation. Uh, I got here. Uh, a transfer came in um, and well, just to take the, uh, the Deion Sanders situation, for example, he names his starting quarterback in his press conference. Well, if I'm a backup or, or, or third string on that team, yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing anytime soon, but um, if you think you're ready and capable of play, if you're later on in your career, third, fourth year uh, in college and say, man, I, I got to play now, or I'm never going to have an opportunity. So, timing what year i mean man there's so many factors that go into it and it's it's tough for us to sit here as judges and say is it right is it wrong i don't know um personally i think there's a better way for everything to to be happening and to go about it i think there is a better way i don't know how we're going to find that better way um but right now as you mentioned it is a a giant bonfire ablazing right now going on in college football I don't want to be this guy, um, but has anybody told JT Daniels? And JT Daniels is just the obvious target to talk about because it's been so public, USC to UGA to West Virginia, now on to the next, um, that there is a common denominator here. And what I mean by that is yeah, yeah. JT, maybe the problem 
is JT, right? Like pick a spot, commit, see what happens, see something through. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm old man yelling at cloud when I say that out loud, but I think we're all thinking that because the common denominator remains the same. We'll see. We can go down this whole rabbit hole on commitment and culture. And I mean, we could even go relationships and marriage and we can go that whole, whole route. Um, but uh, I, there's, there's definitely culture is changing and commitment uh, today, in my opinion, is not as strong as it was, you know, 10, 20, even five, two years in the past. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, you just hope all these kids find a home, find success. I mean, I don't think every transfer decision is because they want to go play in the NFL. Like you just said, hey, maybe it's a better decision. Maybe you graduated. I don't know. There's no blanket statements here, but something needs to be done because it just sucks. Like you're sitting there going, this just sucks for everybody involved. You want to make sure the kids are making really, really bad decisions for themselves. You want to talk about commitment though? Look no further than the student athletes at service academies. And you've got army versus Navy this weekend. It's in Philly. It's the only college football game this weekend in division one. Of course, there's some uh, FCS games that are happening. This game, Jake has gone under the total 16 consecutive years. The total this weekend is 32 and a half points. Okay. Uh, Clint Bowling, who's one of my close friends, he's been a guest host on the podcast. He's going this weekend. He gets to head up there, go to Philly uh, with a buddy of his. They're flying up Saturday morning and back on Sunday. I'm extremely jealous. That's like a bucket list type of situation where you get to go and enjoy the game. I think his friend went to West Point, so he'll be rooting for Army. Um, but man, that's awesome. They always bust out those super unique uniforms, which yeah. is great for those guys. The stadium gets packed out. It's on CBS. Should be an awesome game. 16 straight years under the total, and the total is 32 and a half points. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty neat stat. And uh, I, I personally don't know a whole lot either about either one of these teams to, to really tell you uh, who's going to win, who's not going to win. Uh, but I do know, like when you watch it, it just the whole just aurora of the game just it's just bigger than football. Uh, it's just really neat. Uh, watch those guys. Thank you uh, for what they do uh, and are going to do for us. And uh, just just cool to watch. Absolutely. Um, we might have to ask Clint how it was. Get him on the podcast here in the next couple of weeks. But Army Navy game always a blast. It looks like Army is a one and a half point dog. So Navy Navy's favored by a point and a half. The total is thirty two and a half. The game kicks off at 3 p.m. Lincoln Financial Field in Philly on CBS. All right, let me give you the DB's freebie on prize mm. picks, and then we are going to head out of here. Looks like there is a promo on prize picks right now. Justin Herbert, will he get one passing yard on Sunday Night Football? I certainly think so. Sounds like free money. So to kick off this DB's freebie, we will go over Justin Herbert a half a passing yard. That is available until kickoff on Sunday night. So get into your prize picks app, use the promo code PUNT, and kick off your DB's freebie with that. Justin Herbert over a half a passing yard against the Dolphins. Nick Chubb, Georgia great for the Cleveland Browns over 
75 and a half rushing yards. They are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. That'll be a knockdown drag out divisional game. I think they lean heavily on Chubb, keep the pressure off Deshaun Watson since he's back. We'll go Nick Chubb over 75 and a half rushing yards. And then Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. People, the Bills are in a very good spot right now. They are playing the Jets this weekend. Yes, the Jets are good. Yes, the Jets beat them earlier on in the season. Josh Allen, passing plus rushing plus reception touchdowns over two and a half, okay? Mm -hmm. He likes to run it in there in short yardage situations. He airs it out as well. I think this is a revenge game for Buffalo. They're at home for the first time in I think like a month. Josh Allen over two and a half total touchdowns, passing plus rushing plus receiving. There's your DB's freebie. It's going to cash this weekend. Justin Herbert over a half a passing yard. Nick Chubb over 75 and a half rushing yards. And Josh Allen over two and a half touchdowns passing, rushing, or receiving. That's it. DB's freebie. Download the Price Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Jake, it is um your bye weekend. You are back in the great state of Georgia. What are your plans? Man, I am about to haul tail down the interstate, uh, going to uh, a friend of mine's hunting uh, land, and I'm going to try to get in there before dark, uh, hunt for hunt deer hunt Thursday afternoon, hunt all day Friday, and then duck hunt Saturday morning. I have a wedding Saturday evening, uh, hang out on Sunday, and kind of get ready to go back on Monday. Yeah, last time you had big hunting plans, you got signed by the commanders. Um, <laughs> I know. What if what if a team calls you tonight and they're like, "Hey, we're picking you up off the practice squad, and you're going to come play uh, Sunday." Oh uh, man, we'll, we're going to go get on a plane, I reckon. <laughs> oh man. Well, enjoy the uh, enjoy the bye weekend. Tell the wife hello, um, and thank you so much for making time to do the punt and pass podcast. We'll check in on your test score next week because we got to get some good Ooh. news in that regard. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Absolutely. I appreciate you, Follow us on uh, social media at Punt and Pass. I'm at Drew Butler. He's at From Jake. Puntandpass.com. Download the Price Picks app. 100% deposit match up to your first $100 when you use the promo code PUNT. And we will talk to you on Monday. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best.
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.